Oh, what's up, Internet? My name's David Webb. I'm Ariel Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. god i was like oh we're going normal today because the last one you were like just you know fairly normal yeah but that was for a um a fairly normal movie um I, like look tenet has a lot of like brain bending but like structure wise <laughs> sure it's a super it's a marvel movie yeah yeah we've decided if you haven't listened to our previous podcast about tenet which we saw last night um go check that out because um christopher nolan made a superhero movie he did he made a superhero movie and honestly i'm not gonna lie he would hate that comparison so much and so i'm sorry christopher nolan and i would love to work with you in the future because you're <laughs> one of the best directors on the planet making some of the your, your movies are amazing yeah you just happen to have made a, a superhero movie that i think is even more of a superhero movie than your actual superhero movies wait he's made a oh yeah mm-hmm. three of them yeah mm-hmm. i don't know if you uh never heard of it never heard of batman no Batman. <laughs> which is funny because the next batman was in that one that's true. Um, no, we but we're here to talk about a superhero movie. Yes. New Mutants. Yeah, which has been a long time coming. Yeah, this movie has been pushed back four times. Yeah. This movie was originally supposed to release, I believe, April 1st of 2019. <laughs> if I'm not mis- No, no, no. I think... Gotta Google it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull that up because it's hilarious. Because, yeah, the story... Like, the fact that this movie actually, like, managed to be released at all like that it 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 exists (laughs) i'm pretty sure this movie was originally supposed to come out before the final season of game of thrones what yeah i i i I, for some reason i remember that um this film stars Maisie williams which is why Mm -hmm. i bring that up oh it was originally said to be released (laughs) oh wow before the final season of game of thrones Mm -hmm. it was originally set to be released on april 13th what year no 2018 yep wow before being delayed to february 22nd 2019 to avoid deadpool 2 and then to august 2nd 2019 to avoid dark phoenix it was delayed to april 3rd 2020 by disney after it acquired fox mm-hmm. before being pushed to august 28th because of because COVID-19. covid jesus christ this movie has moved so much and my favorite thing about it is that it moved to avoid other x-men movies yeah (laughs) made by the same people (laughs) yeah they're like no we can't we can't we can't have more than one at the same time apparently (laughs) um this movie is directed by josh boone um as i said it stars Maisie williams as rain uh but she's not the lead the lead is um i just want to pull up her name because i don't actually know her yeah Um, i have not seen her before um i believe she's new in town (laughs) i love that on wikipedia she is the fifth person in the cast (laughs) Really? Yeah. Her name Oof. is Blue Hunt. Uh, as uh, Danny Moonstar, a Native American mutant who can create illusions based on the fears and desires of other people. Uh, we have uh, Maisie Williams as Rain Sinclair is a Scottish mutant who can turn into a wolf. Mm-hmm. Anya Taylor-Joy as Ilyana Rasputin. <laughs> Truly the best name. Uh, she's um, Colossus's sister from X-Men. Oh, interesting. Um, and she has a purple dragon named Lockheed. Uh as well as like a she's got like a lightning arm she's got she's got a lightsaber yeah Um, yeah that's a good way to 
describe it, I think. Charlie Heaton as Sam Guthrie, a southern gentleman uh-huh. who uh, is Cannonball. Um, Alice Braga as Cecilia Reyes, who is their uh, captor slash... Doctor? Doctor. Um, and, of course, Henry Zaga as Roberto da Costa, a Brazilian mutant who can manipulate solar energy, also known as... Um, not Sunstar. Oh, my God. Why can't I remember his name? I don't know. Soul Star? Something like that. And Adam Beach as William Lone Star, Danny's father of Cheyenne descent. If you're wondering why I read out the entire cast list, it's because that is the entire cast list. Yeah, there's, this is there's a no movie one else. With no one. Like, not even really extras. Like, maybe like a few here or there for like. Only in the opening sequence and in the, and in the memory the sequence. Mem- yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it, this was a weirdly unpopulated film to me. Yeah. And it made it feel kind of cheap. Yeah. Which is weird because, in my opinion, the special effects looked pretty good. Yep. Yeah, I would say so. Um... The all of the fur work for Maisie Williams's wolf transformations looked really cool. Yeah, the, especially her eyes. Yeah, the eyes actually looked like legit. I was like, oh, that yeah. doesn't look corny. Like, um, the fire as well. Like, mm-hmm. and the the um, oh god, the like limbo effects. Um, I mean, so we walked into this, and you were like, oh, have you like seen any of the trailers for New Mutants? And I was like, no, no, not really. And he's like, okay, great, because we might have just walked into a horror movie. <laughs> Which I think this wanted to be, but, and and here's here's what I will say about this movie. There's a lot about it that I enjoyed. There mm-hmm. is. But it was a little weak sauce. It was. It didn't, like, it didn't commit hard enough to any of the ideas that it brought up. Yeah. And because of that, it came off as a little bit just Amateur? kind of... I don't want to say that because, like, everyone involved was doing a really good job. Yeah, that's not what I mean. It just, um, it, it felt like what, it honestly, what it felt like to me was, like, Josh Boone was, like, because Josh Boone directed the uh, Fault in Our Stars movie, mm-hmm. which I think is a really, really solid adaptation. Mm-hmm. And I was excited to see what he did with New Mutants because the source material is so good. Yeah. And he adapted something very well in the past. And it's partic- particularly with teenagers and teenage relationships. Yeah. And so I was excited to see how he handled those elements of this. And it felt to me like Rob, uh, Robert, like uh, Josh Boone walked into the studio and was like, I want to make the horror X-Men movie. Yeah. And the studio was like, that sounds so cool. We're going to let you do that. You can do whatever you want. And then he put in a script and they were like, all right, we're going to cut these 15 things. But other than that, do whatever you want. And then Mm -hmm. he put in another script and like, all right, we're going to cut these nine things. But other than that, do whatever you want. And it because it felt to me like there was an original idea in the script Mm -hmm. that was so watered down to whatever this was Mm -hmm. and it's a shame because there's 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 stuff about this movie that i really loved i loved that they brought in the um tara willow kiss from buffy that's the first lesbian kiss on television Mm -hmm. um to foreshadow a lesbian relationship in the film Mm -hmm. i love that they brought in um some it's a very diverse film yeah in a lot of ways for sure um particularly towards um latinx people mm-hmm. um obviously and and uh, uh the lead is obviously very um uh, uh, her native american identity is very prominent to her character mm-hmm. um but the, the 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 plot and the tone particularly the tone just felt like it was this watered down version of what it could have been yeah yeah it didn't really feel like it committed to what it wanted to be 
be. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's kind of sounds like a stupid, ambiguous thing to say, but it just was not like, yeah, like it didn't ring home for me. It mm-hmm. was, um, oh man, I don't know. This one, this one is difficult because like I was trying so hard to enjoy it. And then the writing just kept slipping. And I was like, oh, man. Like, I feel like I could have written some of these lines better. You know what I mean? Like, some of them, we would, like, turn to each other and kind of give a, like, yikes look. Mm -hmm. And it was, I don't know. I wanted to enjoy it really badly because I liked, um, I, I, I liked what it was trying to be. And like mm-hmm. I said, you know, like I think that it, when, like you said, that the source material there is strong and well-rounded and, and I could see that there were things there that I was like, yeah, that, that's what I want. Like, and, and I was really like gung-ho for those and like I wanted to, uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I can't put my finger on it because I'm not mm-hmm. like a professional film critic and, and analysis is not my strongest suit, but it was disappointing I think um, something that really stood out to me was that they had uh, Bill Sienkiewicz, which is, who is a truly legendary comic book artist, mm-hmm. draw the end credit scenes. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And they were gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And it stuck out to me so much because the movie up until that point wasn't visually very interesting. Yeah. There was one moment where they play on... Um, how rain affects one character's powers. Mm-hmm. I think that's a subtle yeah. enough way to say that. Um, and that was the only moment that I was visually like, oh, wow, that's really beautiful. Like, yeah. that's a cool idea. Um, but even like, you know, with the the um, the villains at one point, the the sort of like henchman things that are created by mm-hmm. um, Moonstar's power, um, they, they, they were, they kind of looked like a weird video game from seven years ago yeah you know what i mean like they kind of looked like five nights they they looked like they would come out of like a five nights at freddy's ripoff or like kind of similar to like like it's like if you took like oh god oh god what's the um the spider not oh god i can't remember it not spider-man but the the he's got the venom that's mm-hmm. it. Looks like the Venom mouth on one of the silence from Doctor Who. Yes. That yes. took me way too long to say. But and I, yeah. I think that if you're going to go with the design of those characters, don't have the hallways be so well lit. Because <laughs> that in, in bright lights, they're not scary. Mm-hmm. And also... Like, I don't like horror movies, but I wasn't really, like, freaked out. Like, yeah, I, and you get scared at everything yeah like and this didn't scare you which tells you yeah. like the quality of the horror yeah i was like oh okay like <laughs> like you because i i turned to you before the movie started and i was like uh this oh shit this might be a horror movie yeah and you were like oh well you know i got through alien covenant so i might be okay and i was like alien covenant is not a horror movie <laughs> it scared the fucking shit out of me so but if alien covenant is what is the bar for what is scary mm-hmm. a movie that is at trying to be a horror movie should at least wait get i'm there. sorry how is alien covenant not scary it's not a horror film it's like whatever it's an action movie with a whatever. alien whatever and Sick of um, your shit. <laughs> michael what's his face um putting a flute in his own mouth in his clone's mouth <laughs> do you not remember that scene no no i do i do i, do. I was like wait what are you talking about i was yeah. like oh my god 
Yeah. Did they get... What's his last name? Michael... Names are not my strong suit. Oh, my freaking God. David's having a meltdown. I hate that I can't remember his name but right now. the character's name is David, so... Well, yes. Um, Yeah, I was like, oh, my God. they. This is, like, the most homoerotic <laughs> scene I've ever watched an actor film with themselves. Himself, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I want them to release the behind the scenes of that where they, they have some stunt double sitting there and they're like, all right, now, um, Michael, just... um." Just really slowly, just like really, really slowly <laughs> slide that flute in those lips. Yeah. You wow. slide that flute in those lips. Oh <laughs> my god. But um yeah, this this movie was buoyed by some really, really fun performances. I mm. thought um Blue Hunt and uh Maisie Williams had genuine chemistry. Yeah, they um, were sweet. And Maisie Williams was so sweet. I was like <laughs> when she's you know part of the problem so they're supposed to do reshoots on this movie that i i heard and maybe this isn't why but that people are talking about how those reshoots got canceled because the actors had grown up so much that they didn't look the same anymore yeah they filmed this movie in 2017 like it's yeah. been like forever yeah which is crazy i i mean it's i it, you know what it, it was released so good for them it made yeah. it and here's here's what's going to help this movie long term is it's not going to make enough money to make a profit. Yeah. But before it wouldn't have made enough money because the reviews weren't going to be great. Mm-hmm. Now it's not going to make enough money because of COVID. And so Disney, by releasing this right now, because mm-hmm. there's a part of me that was like, why not just move it to Disney Plus for $30? They're like going to do it with Mulan. And then I watched it and I was like, well, that's why. Yeah. I understand why this got bumped. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, they just wanted to kind of, it felt like they just wanted to get it out and over with so that they could move on. But all of the movies coming out right now, and Tenet is going to be one of them, mm-hmm. are going to have an asterisk on them where, oh, no, they weren't failures. Failures. If, it if was COVID. Been, it was COVID. If it, Our release schedule would have worked perfectly for this movie if not yeah. for COVID. Yeah. And Disney executives can say that until forever mm-hmm. because 2020 is a write-off. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And by having this movie come out this weekend, they, they don't have to, they don't have to excuse the numbers in a way that they would and it's the same kind of thing with Artemis Fowl if that movie had come out it would have been bomb it would have been a huge bomb mm-hmm. but because it came out on Disney Plus in the way that it did doesn't matter yeah Disney Plus is making hand over fist money mm-hmm. so from a like financial perspective opening a film like this during COVID totally makes sense to me yeah I totally get why they do it why they did it and honestly like as much as it wasn't great I had fun yeah uh, here's the thing there was a like chunk kind of at the start of the last quarter i think where i was like oh my god but you know the very end and at least like everything up until there i was kind of like you know i can i can enjoy this i actually really liked the first like 25 minutes yeah okay i was on board you know what I mean? And I was on board enough that I forgave like the first couple slip ups. Yep. Yeah. Um, it just not it slip became... ups, but like the first couple of moments where I was like, ooh, yeah. And that was the thing is that like like we can forgive those, but they just kept happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we're to the point where eventually we just were giving each other looks like, oh. Well, and we'll talk about it in the spoiler section because I want to get into like what the, those moments are for me mm-hmm. and the ones that really stand out for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that um. This movie doesn't have a plot <laughs> that the characters influence in any way. 
Yes. And so the largest problem at the center of the film is that all these characters are stuck in a place Mm -hmm. where they have no control over any of the sequences events happening around them. Mm -hmm. And so their opinions and feelings don't matter to what's happening. Because no matter what, they're stuck and have to go on to the next moment. Yeah. And so there isn't a... that None of the characters in this film have actions that actually impact how anything happens in the film. Yeah. They're just stuck and have to deal with it. And so the movie to me, once I realized that that is what was happening, that was the moment that the movie lost me. Mm-hmm. When I realized that, oh, it doesn't matter what they do now. We just have to wait for shit. Yeah, exactly. And they have to wait for shit. And we're the audience and the characters in the film are waiting for the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's going to come in about 25 minutes because, yeah. you know, I know the movie's how long the movie is. Mm-hmm. So there was a point in this movie where I was like, I could honestly go to the bathroom right now, get popcorn, walk the mall, come back <laughs> in about 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and I'll know everything that the characters are going to know until the big the twist. Yeah. And... I, I was right. You know what I mean? Like, it was one yeah. of those things where I was like, all right, well, they, they can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And 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 I, I just... It's one of those things where it's interesting to me that a movie this size struggles with something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I would think that... Like, that seems like one of the basics of storytelling. And yeah. Y- you know what I mean? Is that... The, the characters actually matter to the plot like yeah where yeah they didn't really you could have changed any of the mutants other than um danny mm-hmm. they could have been any character yeah because none of them impact the plot at all yeah and none of them are even like especially roberto who is to me a fascinating character to dive into mm-hmm. doesn't matter yeah. he gets one scene in a pool that is kind of interesting and is not relevant to anything else like like hit and yeah, even that scene in the pool doesn't matter to the rest of the plot of the movie mm-hmm. like it doesn't function in a way that like influences anything or impacts anyone it is just this standalone sequence in a pool mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's a standalone sequence in a church and then there's a standalone sequence in a shower and None of them relate to each other other than the fact that Danny is the cause. Yeah. And so, but also Danny's not doing anything. Yeah, it's all subconscious and by accident. Like, she has no idea. So the whole film is an accident. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's the plot. The plot is yeah. characters are in a room and things happen around them repeatedly. The end. Yeah. Yeah, which just doesn't make for a very interesting movie, you know? Yeah. It's unfortunate, and and it's unfortunate because these characters are interesting, mm-hmm. and these characters are. I think that like this is a movie where the two female leads are a lesbian couple, in a main screen, or uh, in a big screen studio tentpole film that could have mm-hmm. been the start of a franchise, because you know they planned to have three of these films. You know yeah. they they had th- an idea for three, New Mutants films. And to have a trilogy of big budget superhero films with a lesbian couple at the center of it would have been incredible. Yeah. And I would have loved that. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to get that because this movie's just not, for a lot of reasons. And a lot of them aren't this movie's fault. But yeah. um, 
Yeah, it, it, it but really... no one's gonna like fight to get that new mutant sequel because it's just no. gonna be like, meh. Well, although I have a feeling there are going to be some young girls for whom this film is like the cult film for them. Yeah, and I can very much understand that. Yeah. but it's not like it's just it doesn't hold up. Like, no. and no one's gonna put any more money into. Yeah, it's no. not gonna. Happen. There's not gonna be a Josh Boone cut of the new mutants. No, 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 no. no. Um, all right, we're going to talk spoilers, but we have to take a quick ad break first so that um, we can give you guys time to turn this off and po- not turn off, but pause it until you see the movie yeah. and you can join in on the spoiler discussion on the other side. I think both Clarissa and I would say uh, if this is on a streaming service and you want to watch it in like a year, go for it. Yeah. If you just, you know. If you have nothing else, it's short. Yeah, it's an hour and a half. It's a it's a blissfully, it's the right length. Yeah. So, um that's 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 as much money as I would put into it is if you're already paying for a service that it's on for free. Yeah. Which will be Disney Plus mm-hmm. because it's owned by it's, Disney. Yeah. Um, watch it on Disney Plus in spring 2022. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back in just a second. And we're back. What a film. <laughs> so in the non-spoiler version of this what we talked about a lot was that this felt watered down mm-hmm. and uh that the horror elements of it didn't work yeah in the not in the spoiler version i would like to talk about why the rest of it didn't work <laughs> <laughs> no that's to me that's to mean i that is a joke um at the expense of a film that i don't think deserves it i think that there's mm-hmm. really fun stuff in this film but there is a fundamental decision that they made in the making of it that dragged the whole thing down for me Mm -hmm. and that was the decision for the reyes character the doctor yeah to not really impact the end of the movie so that within the plot of the movie these mutants are stuck in a essex corporation facility but they don't know they, they believe they're in some kind of hospital and they're being Yeah, they helped. believe they're in a mental health institution. Um, if you don't know the comics, uh, Essex Corporation is Mr. Sinister's organization. Mm-hmm. He is a villain. He's uh, If you know the comics, you know that these mutants are being trained to weapons. be weapons for Mr. Sinister. Yeah. Right? Or ostensibly if, you know. They <laughs> they don't know that and this movie never gets into that. Yeah. Um. I mean, it kind of does. It alludes to it in like, there's a point where Rasputin Magic f- finds her file and she. Um, it's a um, pe- uh, subject has limitless potential. Yeah, yeah, about in being a killer. Mm-hmm. The problem is that they being stuck in this facility by Essex is essentially just a weird way to allow Danny's power to manifest mm-hmm. around them. Mm hmm. And so Reyes doesn't function as a antagonist yeah. for very long. She's it's trying literally to... the last like ooh, 20 minutes. Not even. She's she, it's like 5 minutes that she's alive for. Oh, this right, is a spoiler yeah, part so she... we can talk about it. She's yeah. just gone and then Essex as a f- as this like corporation mm-hmm. who's losing control and has cameras on all of this. Doesn't send anybody in. Yeah, like nobody appears. They like watch this whole facility get fucking torn to shreds and their employee get murdered and like nobody shows up. And and it really made the end of the movie 
strikingly odd that mm-hmm. it like they seem it seems to me the middle of the night when they're fighting the demon bear right and then at the end of the demon bear fight it's morning yeah yeah and then so ostensibly time has passed before they leave mm-hmm. and no one at essex was like hey we should send a helicopter yeah like there's like, nah let him go <laughs> like literally like their 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 information on danny was like was like incredible like power like t- like get more dna samples but like terminate subject because there's no way to control it like yeah, yeah. you know and they, they're just like nah let it let them go but also they have this whole facility with five very 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 dangerous mutants mm-hmm. and there is a one person there yeah like nobody's standing by <laughs> there's no one on the perimeter like i expected the what i thought was going to happen was that the dome was going to come down mm-hmm. and that the reveal was going to be that they were inside a big building oh, and that yeah, like okay. there was nowhere they could go because the the walls were fake i was expecting a truman show moment yeah because i was like why is there one that person been here fun. right I it would have been interesting that. yeah for there to be an a something at the end of this movie yeah but instead they all just walked away into the sunset holding hands yeah it was so and and because the, at the beginning danny's like how did you find me mm-hmm. and she's like well my superior has a way Mr. Of, Sinister yeah. has a way of tracking mutants. Yeah. Um, like when they manifest or whatever. Unless they're in his own facility. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I, I was really, that that choice to make Essex such a non-entity in the movie mm-hmm. made Reyes an odd antagonist and an odd character to try and pit the team against. Mm-hmm. Because she has really cool powers, like her her domes and her like um like force, force fields, fields yeah. um are very interesting. And there's only really like one moment where she uses them on people the the team, and it's in this like weird moment in the hallway where she like captures them all, and then the bear kills her immediately. Well, actually, there was one moment before that when they're fighting in like the games room or something like that. Very briefly, she like uses a force field to separate um Danny from. What's her name? Ileana. Ileana. Magique. Yeah. Colossus's um, younger sister. <laughs> yeah. Um. But that, like, yeah. And then she uses them at the end. She kind of traps them all in a force field, and she's like making mm-hmm. these bubbles smaller and smaller. And like, I, it looks like she's trying to like take away the air. Like Danny looks like she's like suffocating because yeah, she's yeah, trapped yeah. in this tiny bubble, curled up in a ball, and is kind of choking. Um. And then, yeah, she's ripped to shreds by a giant... So, sorry. She's ripped to shreds by a giant bear after being ripped to shreds by... Um, rain. Rain. By Maisie Williams. Yeah, yeah. Um, as, like, a half-wolf. Like, yeah. she's not fully transformed. She just gave herself claws and teeth and, like, ripped her apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. The, you know, Maisie Williams' character has this, like, interaction with the church that's mm-hmm. very negative. Um, but she kills the priest. Mm-hmm. Sunspot, which is his name, which I couldn't remember in the first part of this podcast. Oh. Um, he killed his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Cannonball killed, killed his, his dad. dad and his whole mining team. Ileana killed a bunch of dudes with her sword. 18, I think she said. And Danny murdered her whole town with her demon bear. The whole reserve, yeah. She was the only survivor. <laughs> like her dad is dead. Why are all of these characters terrible people? Well, like, there, most of them are accidents. <laughs> most of them, yeah. Most yeah. of them. And, and, and honestly, like, even Ileana, I was like, yeah, those dudes are probably a little, you know. I, I'm, I, It's not even that I'm, like, mad at them being murdered. It just seems like it's it's such a... 
feels like there's probably a good reason for it. It is a very <laughs> adult concept for a movie that isn't very adult. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so th- this is what's this is the point that I'm trying to get to. It's not that they're bad people because they're not. Like I would do the same thing that all of them did in each of their situations and mm-hmm. I don't think I'm a bad person. Mm-hmm. What I think is that this movie was not mature enough to deal with the consequences of those lines yeah. and those ideas. Mm-hmm. And so the movie just kind of glossed over them each time. Yeah. And like Like you were like, "Whoa." And then but then but then but then yeah, everyone's fine. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Like, everyone's like, I killed her. I burned her to death with my bare hands. Yeah. And then in the next scene, he's like, so where's Ileana? Like, she's hot. I'm going to marry that girl. I'm like- going to marry that girl. And I'm like, oh my God, dude. Like, weren't yeah. you just traumatized by the memory of burning your girlfriend alive? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it was trying to be something that it wasn't, unfortunately. Well, and but here's the thing. This is what I was saying about the movie being a watered down version of something is I think that in an original horror full out version of this script, those character beats probably hit hard. Yeah. And it's the, it's the like, I don't want to say gentrification because it's the wrong word, but the like, um, castration, homogenization (laughs) of this film into what a superhero film should be Mm -hmm. that took out the edge of it. And that's Mm -hmm. what like, you know, it's hard. It's hard because this movie, I know you haven't seen Glass. Um, which is the M. Night Shyamalan film uh, that's the third movie in the Unbreakable Split Glass trilogy. Mm-hmm. But it is ostensibly the same film as this. Mm-hmm. Um, the only difference being that it's a conversation about whether superheroes actually, whether or not they're superheroes or whether they're insane. Mm-hmm. Um, right, right, right. Which is a much more interesting version of this film because it makes the mental hospital location seem valid. Yeah. In this movie, in the opening scene, she's like, you've heard of mutants, right? And um, Danny's like, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're all on the same page that mutants are real. Mm-hmm. No one's crazy here. Yeah, everyone knows who the X-Men are. Why is this facility a mental hospital? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, 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 the, the location doesn't really make sense. If you were training them to be killers, why wouldn't you have them in a place where they're using their powers under a controlled circumstance? Mm-hmm. So the mental hospital is weird because it doesn't seem to fit the goal. And I guess like a hospital is a place that you would put someone to put them at ease so that they think that you're a good person. Mm-hmm. But if you're a bad person pretending to be a good person, why would you use such a creepy freaking hospital? Yeah. It's just, it, it's just like the things in this movie that are like concepts that worked in other films that are misused here mm-hmm. is very interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, it was very confusing what they were trying to do. <laughs> what? You're, I mean, you're not wrong. Like, I, I don't really get what the... I don't get the purpose is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, it definitely wasn't my favorite movie. <laughs> and it sucked because I wanted to like it. I was like, oh, Maisie Williams is in this. Oh, it's a new X-Men movie. I was like, come on, give me something. Mm-hmm. And I tried. I actually... I, I tried really hard to like it, but unfortunately we didn't quite uh, get there yeah it was kind of just another superhero movie that ended with the heroes fighting a black cloud thing yep like you know it, that's a trope it's a trope but it also just like it's it, there's no stakes yeah when the demon bear was as big as it was i was like oh you messed up but also here's the thing if that demon bear had just like come over and like kill danny it would have disappeared and then it like they're just everything like it just yeah there would have been no point yeah 
Like, it, yeah, I don't know. Well, there wasn't a point to anything that happened in this movie, though. Yeah. Like, the characters didn't even particularly grow. No. No, not really There wasn't, all. like, change. No. No, I, actually, I, now that I think about it, there really wasn't The only character who changes, Reyes, is because she was alive and now she ain't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, none of them got hurt. Like, I thought, I thought Majik broke her leg in mm-hmm. the in, when she fell in the final battle yeah but then she's fine when they're leaving yeah so like literally so none of them get hurt the the most injured any of them get is cannonball before the movie starts by like crashing into the ground mm-hmm. but like when in all the slender man attacks like none of them get hurt yeah they get attacked by these like weird things with giant teeth and giant claws and there's no scratches there's no like, blood yeah there's no and i get that it's pg-13 and whatnot but like this movie is so sanitized mm-hmm. of anything that would make it worth watching yeah i know well I think, oh god i think that that's our verdict on it is it's not uh, i don't know is it worth watching <laughs> um no no it's not even yeah. even as short as it is I, I mean here's the thing you know we we kind of said in the tenet episode which i hope you listened to before this because we've referenced it a few times mm-hmm. but we kind of said in the movie that in that one that like that movie could have tried less it, yeah. it just felt like it was trying too hard to prove itself mm-hmm. which is weird because christopher nolan doesn't have to prove anything he's like yeah truly. You've, you've not you don't have to impress anyone dude everyone's impressed you're mm-hmm. you're incredible this movie could have tried a little bit harder to me. Yep. It just could have... I feel like it could have done a little bit more. And I, I, I honestly... Yeah, it felt watered down, like I you said. I don't think it's Josh Boone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think that it is... First of all, I'd be interested to see what this movie looked like before Disney took over. Mm-hmm. And see what it was like as a Fox movie. Totally. Because the one thing I will say about Venom as a film is that Fox let them do... Or, uh, or no, no, it's Venom is Sony. Never mind. I'm, I'm mixing my wires. I was about to say Venom is allowed to do whatever it wants. Fox isn't always the case. Actually, mm-hmm. you know what? This is kind of an exactly what a Fox X-Men movie is. Mm-hmm. It looks like there was a cool idea. And then depending on whether or not the studio sanitized it. You all right there? <laughs> my stomach just growled. <laughs> that was loud. I'm sorry. Um, no, it's fine. Um... <laughs> You were saying, um, you know, this is exactly, you know, this, this is kind of, it reminds me of X-Men Apocalypse in a way, in that like the ideas are big and dark and moody, but the tone of the movie isn't, mm-hmm. um, like in X-Men Apocalypse, billions of people are killed. Yeah. Um, but at the end they're like, we're the heroes. And, you're like, and I'm like, uh... are you? <laughs> Hmm. are we really gonna try and let magneto not be a villain in the next movie after he killed billions of people by removing anyway i don't need to go into x-men apocalypse but it it, it was really striking to me that this is another kind of fox property that treats the x-men in the same way Mm -hmm. of just sort of not letting them not letting them be the like dark not dark because there are plenty of x-men comics for kids but the the like adult storytelling and 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 just just having a purpose this movie just doesn't it doesn't have a point yeah there's no moral in it mm-hmm. you know what i mean there's no like it just it, it is a thing that happens in a place mm-hmm. that has no impact on the characters or the people outside of that place yeah and so yeah it's like why why care and like what would a sequel to this even be 
I don't know. But the problem is, honestly, I find like, I, like, like I honestly, because like I said, the source material and like the characters seem like they had like something cool to them. And so, you know, I almost in my head think that a sequel would be more interesting, like them trying to figure out actually who they are and maybe having character growth and mm-hmm. interacting with the world. Like, I would find that more interesting than this movie was, but we're not going to get it, so... Yeah, no, and it's a shame, because honestly, like, I was... I, I, I'm I just going to love... read the comics. Will you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're going to... If we're going to start getting you into comics, this isn't where I would start you. Fair enough. Where would you start me? Um, Probably with some, like, graphic novel stuff that's, like, really, really well done. Fair enough. I picked up The Walking Dead off the shelf out there, and I was like, ooh... The Walking Dead is an interesting read, but it's mm-hmm. really the comic is really brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really really good. Yeah. Um, the New Mutants comic really good, but like the, the problem with New Mutants as a comic book, and this has nothing to do with the movie, um, but it also kind of has something to do with the movie. Now that I think about it, is the um amount of knowledge that you kind of have to go into it with mm-hmm. is high. Yeah. Um. Because they're like a spinoff of like even this movie never references that Majik is Colossus's sister. Yeah, and it's like it's a it's weird that like you know the the the, the mutant culture is such a big. It is nice that this movie trusts its audience to know what mutants are at this point after twenty years of X Men and twenty one years of X Men movies mm-hmm. since um the first one in nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So it is nice that it didn't try and be like, here's a montage of Wolverine, Cyclops, and um, but at the same time it also is like, what version of this world are we in? That yeah. that was another thing. I did not know what world we were in. Cause when she when Danny sees into Reyes's mind, my first thought was like, is that the footage from Logan? Does this yeah. take place after Logan in the Logan verse? Yeah. Which would be insane. But yeah, it, it, yeah, it was it weird. It was a choice. Yeah. Uh, I really wanted this to be, I just wanted, like, when we were going to the movies last night, I was like, oh, we're going to see two movies. They're both going to be good. We're going to have a good night. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, this wasn't the experience I wanted. It's a little underwhelming. It was, yeah. But you know what? There's going to be new stuff. You know, luckily we're in Canada, so things are coming out here. And, you know, Mulan's coming out soon. I'm sure that'll be good. We'll have We'll have new stuff to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, I won't be able to talk about Mulan on the podcast. You might have to do a solo podcast about Mulan. Oh my God, nobody wants that. I want it. (laughs) Because I can't talk. Um, I'm having surgery in three days. Yep. So um, Nerdy Night, the content will be interesting. Yeah, this is not like a major scary thing. I mean, like it is I'm having a full head transplant. No, no, no. no, no. uh, So that I can look more like Henry Cavill. I'm so sorry. Why? He's so good looking. <laughs> I don't know. A head transplant just sounds unnecessarily dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also impossible probably, but you know. Oh, I don't know. They're trying it in Russia. Wow. Well. Um, Go look that up. Uh, we're not going to do it for you because yeah. <laughs> Google exists, my friend. And I might have made that up. That might not be true. So I'm not going to waste time trying to prove it. Um, <laughs> wow. On that note, <laughs> uh, what what can they do? They can follow us, right? Yeah, yeah. You guys can check us out. We're on um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, uh, and Twitch. Um, you can find us at Nerdy Nightly, and I stream at Clarice Dracaris. Um, did I miss it? Reddit? We're on the Reddit. We're on the Reddits. We have all the Reddits. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. As we always say, my name's David Webb. I'm Ariel Edwards. Do something nerdy tonight. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye bye.